The Morning Brew is brought to you by West Rock Coffee. It's time for your morning brew. Grab a cup of joe and get caught up on everything you need to know. Here's Schlereth and Evans. Tell you what, those Denver Nuggets, that that first game after the All-Star break is always a tricky proposition. You know, you've you've gone away for a week, you come back, you have a couple of practices, but, you know, how ready are you to go? And then you have to start out on the road, you're playing without Aaron Gordon, you're playing a pretty decent Cleveland team, no problem for this team. Nuggets, good basketball game, back and forth. But the Nuggets, just the better team down the stretch, and they win 115-109. Yeah, down a little bit in the uh, fourth quarter as well. And I tell you what, man, it's just as amazing. All the contribution. Look at this. Look at just the, the box score. Look at all the contribution they're getting from everybody. Well, let's start right there with, uh, of course, Nikola Jokic. Ho-hum, another triple-double. 24 points, 18 rebounds, 13 assists. But you had all five <laughs> starters in double figures. Remember, no Aaron Gordon in this one, but Michael Porter Jr., had 25 points for Michael Malone's team. Well, I tell you, man, you know, mentally tough dude. I think it's a really, really good point and something that should be talked about because whether it's three back surgeries, whether it's missing his whole first season, missing 73 games last year, or going through what he and his family are going through right now. And I, I remember when he joined us on that road trip, I think him getting back to his basketball family and getting back to the uh, playing the game that he loves, finding that sanctuary has given him some peace of mind and let him just kind of focus on the game that he loves and is really good at. So with that win and Memphis blowing a game in Philly last night, the Nuggets now have a whopping six-game lead, mm. five in the loss column, over Memphis for the second spot. But, Nuggets are going to be hey. the number one seed. Nuggets will be the number one seed in the West. Did did Fitzy, no. no? Did Memphis relax, blow? Fever, relax. Did Memphis blow the lead, or did the incredible duo of Harden and Embiid just dominate a game because they're the real MVP? Okay, you ready for this? Yeah, I saw this headline this morning. That it just, did you see the same thing? That was no, but okay. that's just an East Coast okay. take, right? You there. You ready for this? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Nikola Jokic, I just gave you his numbers. Yeah, right? twenty four, eighteen, and thirteen. Okay, yeah. Top headline on the ESPN NBA page. Sure. Embiid does best Russell impression in Philly win. Does his Bill Russell Mm -hmm. impression. Sure. He had 27 points, 19 rebounds, 6 assists, and 6 blocks. Fantastic. It's a good, it's a great game. Yeah. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. Jokic does that every night. Yeah, right. Good for you, bud. (laughs) But yeah, you never get top billing on ESPN's page. Look at this. Embiid's final stat line was the kind of line the Boston Celtics legend would have been proud of. Mm. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Anywho. Yeah. Nuggets with the win. Next on the Morning Brew, Vance Joseph is back as the defensive coordinator. We're back. And let's face it. The reaction has not been... The majority of it has not mm. been positive. Yeah. And and I get it. And I said this yesterday. Vance would not be my first choice because the time that he spent here, it's too raw. Not enough time has passed. Mm. This isn't Wade Phillips coaching the Broncos for a couple years in the mid-90s and then coming back 20 years later as the 
beloved Wade Phillips for the defensive coordinator position that won the Super Bowl. This is this is not that. But does Sean Payton care about what happened five years ago? No. No. He doesn't care. He doesn't care what your frayed feelings no. may be. He got the guy that he wanted to get. I mean, there are a lot of, and I'm not saying that Vance will never be a head coach again, because he probably will. But there are a lot of guys who got the opportunity to be head coaches that failed miserably in that, in their first go-around, Mike. That's why we've deemed it certified pre-owned coaches. They go back to being coordinators or whatever and really solidify themselves as legit, you know, coach. And maybe that's what Vance is. Maybe, you know, that's the the Peter principle. Maybe that's the level of his incompetence. You know, he can't go beyond defensive coordinator. I don't know that that's true, but the bottom line is that the Denver fan is so raw because they saw the debacle that was the Broncos under his, you know, under his leadership. And you don't see the behind the scenes thing. You know, you don't see the all the other stuff that was going on behind the scenes. The you're not allowed to pick out your own coaches. Uh, guys get injured in practice, and um, and you can't get a guy. You can't get a guy signed. You know, off the street to replace him. Like he, like there was a lot of other problems that were going on at that time. That obviously Vance wore that, and I appreciate that about him. He wore a lot of things that he never complained. And you know what he never did? Never burnt the bridge back to Denver. That says a lot about a guy when you didn't get necessarily a fair shake. And yet you don't, you know, I mean, the, the dude who burns down all the bridges better learn to walk on water. And he didn't burn down any bridges. So good for him. Did you just make that up? Or is that a biblical line? Because that's pretty cool. It's pretty good, isn't it? Is that yours? Is that a Mark Schlereth original? My dad said that to me. That's a poolside original? I don't know if it's original for poolside, but he's the one that told me that. Man, poolside's got to write write this down. Yeah, you might want to read. Do you have a handy-dandy notebook? I do not have a handy The man who burns down all his bridges better learn to walk on water. Oof. Gives me chills. Right. Next on the morning brew. So, Sean Payton putting his uh, staff together. Coming together very quickly. For everybody who is concerned, what's mm-hmm. taking so long? Uh, so, you know, basically you're looking at uh, Joe Lombardi is going to be kind of his de facto offensive coordinator, offensive uh, assistant head coach. He was with the Chargers last year in that role. You've got uh, uh, Vance as the defensive coordinator. you got Ben Kawika as your special teams guy. But then you also have Mike Westhoff. Who's going to be the assistant head coach? I love Westhoff. Dude, that dude is a special teams legend. Hey, look. We go from a staff that was incredibly young, inexperienced, bunch of guys holding down roles that they had never held before, and it was a disaster. And now we're going to try it the other way. Staff that's loaded with experience, but then layered with some first-time assistants who are hopefully going to be groomed. Mm-hmm. And we'll be really good coaches down the road. The one thing that you'll know is the guys who are first-timers, Mike, are, I, I think for the majority of all of those first-timer guys, they have um, they have experience on Sean's staff, right? Getting elevated on his former staff in New Orleans. So he's got, you know, 
He's got intimate working knowledge of how they operate. And then there's a bunch of veteran coaches and a bunch of guys who, you know, at one time were coordinators who are now the linebacker coach or whatever. So I, I tell you, I like, I like the, I like the sage wisdom yeah. that you've put on this staff and the professionalism and understanding, like to me, a guy that I've complained about, like is a professional athlete, but he's not a professional football player yet. You know, Jerry Judy, you're going to get groomed to become a professional football player under a staff like this. Like, you think you, you think you're going to slide by with Mike Westoff? I don't know how many of you know Mike. Dude, that dude's a special teams legend. Been doing it for a long, long, long time. time. Real quick, uh, next on the morning brew, Bobby Wagner, who Russell Wilson, teammate Wags. of Russ's, mm. and Russ campaigned for Wagner a year ago. He ended up going to the Rams. The Rams in salary cap hell, cut Bobby Wagner, coming off a year in which he played all 17 games, 140 tackles leading the Rams, six sacks, couple interceptions. He's out there again. This time, go get him? Um, I think- or are you happy enough with Josie Jewell and Alex Singleton? Well... I mean, I would rather have a young, up-and-coming, sideline-to-sideline guy. Bobby Wagner is still a great player. Probably slowed down a little bit. Um, but what it's going to cost you, I think you, you need to spend that money elsewhere. That'll do it for the Morning Brew.